This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com, social media at mainlyplants. You can get a hold of me through direct message there, or you can get a hold of me through the website, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Uh, for your Amazon shopping needs, head on over to mainlyplants.com slash Amazon. takes you right to Amazon. helps me out so I can keep the podcast free. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, please, please head over to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. takes like two seconds. Um, so go ahead and put the podcast on pause real quick and head over there. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, let's see what else. T-shirts. You guys know about the T-shirts. If you don't know about the T-shirts, uh, drop me a line and I'll tell you about them. Yeah, they are on Amazon Prime. And, uh, oh, the the um, giveaway was today. So the giveaway was for $100 to syllabake.com, and that goes a long way. Syllabake, if you're not aware of who they are, they are the only 100% eco-friendly silicone bakeware company. And they have so much stuff. I mean, if you go to syllabake.com, it's S-I-L-I-B-A-K.com. If you can think of something that belongs in the kitchen in terms of like utensils or dishes, they have it. And it's all silicone. There's no BPA in it. Um, you heard me talk about endocrine disruptors. So that's super important. They're FDA approved. They're nonstick, which means that they're, um, you don't need to grease them for baking and cooking, which is way healthier. They're oven safe up to 450 degrees. They're microwave, freezer, dishwasher safe. Um, they're super durable and they ship worldwide. So if you haven't yet checked them out, head over to syllabake.com. That's S-I-L-I-B-A-K.com. Put in the discount code MP20 for 20% off your first order. Um, also, um, Love Goodly. Love Goodly is a, uh, a fast-growing women's subscription box with a mission to help women switch to healthier, non-toxic, vegan, and cruelty beauty and skincare products. So what happens is it's a bi-monthly box, which means you get a box every other month. And they have two, two boxes, either the essential or the VIP. Um, the essential is always valued at at least $85, and you get that for $29.95. The VIP is always valued at $115, and you get that for $47.95. And you get four to five full-size products um, in each box, which means you don't have a million tiny little samples that, you know, are fumbling around everywhere trying to get your finger into this tiny little jar um, and it's every other month so you're not you know rushing to use all these products what you don't know or what some people don't know is that every day women use about 168 chemicals in their personal care those are chemicals going on your skin and you bet your ass those are being absorbed so you know you absorb up to 60% of what you put on your skin, which is the large, largest organ that you have. Now, through choosing non-toxic yet, non-toxic yet effective products, you can avoid chemicals that have been linked to health problems. So why wouldn't you do it? Um, head on over to Love Goodly, that's L-O-V-E-G-O-O-D-L-Y.com. Enter mainly plants at checkout. You're going to get $7 off of your box which is pretty rad. And last but not least, Viome. Um, this company is amazing for what they're doing for tracking your gut health. And what they do is 
they're going to send you an easy to use at home kit to collect stool samples and you send it back to them and and you know I actually know somebody who who uh, did this and they said that the collection of the sample really wasn't bad at all um, it's not as bad as you think so you collect your sample and then you send it into them and they analyze the sample in order to understand what nutrients and toxins are being produced by your gut organisms you've heard me talk about gut health on the podcast a ton well finally a company is doing something about it and with that information they're going to upload it to your account and you can go on through your phone and or the, or the uh, internet and you can see um, which foods they're going to recommend that you need to eat which foods you need to avoid to restore your gut health um, and reduce inflammation and which foods you should be limiting now they do not sell supplements or probiotics now they might recommend those if it'll benefit you but they're simply giving you the information that you so desperately need you know up until this company came along the best you could do is really get a blood test to kind of see you know how everything's doing inside your body um, in terms of cholesterol and inflammation and stuff like that and then just eat a whole food plant-based diet and assume that your gut health is is you know um, coming around but this company is actually giving you a picture of how good your gut health is and what you need to do to restore it now 90% of all serotonin is produced by your gut microbiome and not by your brain um, I'm sure you guys know what serotonin is it's a, a feel-good neurotransmitter okay so an 80% of your immune system is in your gut so everything in your body really kind of starts in your gut so if your gut health is good the rest of your body is going to be a good health but if your gut health is poor then the rest of your body is going to be in poor health your gut is actually the biggest advisor to your brain because it's the largest sensory organ so what happens is it collects all the information not about not just about the quantity of your of the nutrients that you're intaking but also about how your immune cells are doing and the functioning of your hormones so you really need to make sure that you have good gut health and Viome is helping you do that head over to Viome.com that's V-I-O-M-E.com enter code word plants at checkout and you get 50 bucks off your kit and that's good for uh, your membership by the way so that's out of the way thank god all right so this week um before we talk about um roundup i wanted to kind of informally mm, talk about a struggle that i go through and, and i kind of want to see where you guys fall on this and, and gauge where you are about this and how you deal with it or if it's even um something that comes up for you in your day-to-day -day life so what i'm talking about is you know I talk a lot about diet, right? The whole, the, the Mainly Plants podcast and, and what I do in terms of a, of a nutrition um, coach side of things is strictly health. I don't get into the ethics at all or the global impact for that matter of you know animal cruelty and factory farming and what it's doing to the world and what's doing to the animals and stuff like that. However, uh, and, and also, just a side note that health is why I went whole food plant-based I had really high cholesterol I was tired all the time I didn't go because of the ethics involved 
which is why a lot of people do go. Um, they, they turn vegan and, and perhaps mainly uh, whole food plant-based down the road. But, you know, I've found, and I've talked to others that have found the same thing, that once you go down the rabbit hole, um, everything kind of gets muddled together. And I struggle with it sometimes because when I talk to you guys on the podcast, you know, it's hard to leave out a big part of why whole food plant-based is good, um, which is obviously the ethics and and for the planet. So I don't, I, I feel like sometimes I might be doing you guys a disservice. Other times, you know, I've heard some some listener the listeners of the podcast mention that you appreciate that it's strictly about um, health and wellness and diet, and we don't get into the ethics ethics involved. But that is a big part of my life as well. You know, I won't buy leather shoes anymore. I won't buy a car with leather interior anymore, uh, which is nice because a lot of cars are switching to leatherette and and um, other you know cruelty free options. But I don't know. I, I, it, I, I guess my question to you guys, and I would appreciate you guys if you could email me or direct message me or whatever. Do you want to hear more or at all about you know the global implications and the the animal welfare situation side of things to the whole food plant based diet slash veganism, or should I keep the show strictly about um, diet, about health and wellness? Um, you know, I, I, I it's hard. I, I go back and forth, and and up until now. I think, with the exception of maybe a little bit on one episode, I have kept it to diet. I mean, the, the episode you're listening to right now is the 93rd episode. And I, I'm constantly trying to get around not talking about that kind of stuff, about the ethics, about the global stuff. And, and that's a big part of it. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't want to go into it yet, but... It's huge. The the animal welfare and the the global effects of going vegan or not going vegan for that matter, or going plant based or not going plant based for that matter, um, are astounding. But I don't know if I if I should keep it this podcast just that. You know, maybe the solution is create another podcast where I talk about um, everything or, or or everything else. But pfft, that's a lot of work. I mean, just one podcast is a lot of work. So I'd appreciate, you know, if you guys could let me know. And, and let me know if you guys are, are kind of in the same ballpark. You know, now that you guys have switched to a whole food plant-based diet or, or a, a mostly, mainly plant-based diet, um, mainly plants, get it? Um, if you guys are also in that rabbit hole where everything kind of gets muddled together and, and why you might your intent may have been to just be about the, the diet and wellness portion about it if you're also seeing yourself get into the other aspects of of what I mentioned with the, the animal welfare and the the global um, effect that factory farming has on on, on everything so um, let me know let me know your thoughts I hope I hope I kind of made clear my sticking point um, my conundrum if you will so, as I mentioned before, 
Roundup is very much in the news right now. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit more about GMO. Oh, real quick, before we get into that, I'm super excited. Um, where is my stuff? If I could get my shit together. Hold on, I just lost the page that I was pulling up for you guys. Stand by. So, the uh, on the the podcast for the 20 pull my calendar. The podcast is going to come out on the 25th. Um, I'm looking very much forward to that because I'm going to be talking to um, Dr. Stephen Barry. And he is a PhD, he's an ND. Um, he also happens to be um, one of the head guys at Viome. And I talked to him briefly on the phone mm, last week, I believe it was. Maybe it was a week before. And I'll tell you what, this guy, I, I, I imagine he's probably in his 60s, but he it blew my mind with the amount of knowledge and uh, charisma about the microbiome that he has. So on that podcast, coming out the 25th, I'm going to be talking to Dr. Stephen Berry about the microbiome. If there is one podcast that you make sure that your friends and your family and your loved ones who are not yet plant-based listen to, be sure to listen to that one because it's going to be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to it. Anyway, moving on to the Roundup situation. It's been very much in the news, so let's talk about Roundup and GMO and all that kind of stuff briefly. Now, many in the scientific community dismiss concerns about GMOs, which are, I'm sure you know, genetically modified organisms, as one big conspiracy theory. I've, I've heard it a bunch of times from people in the news. Um, I believe even Dr. Drew, if you, if you know who Dr. Drew is, um, just nonchalantly on a podcast a couple years ago, must have been two or three years ago, um, you know, dismissed the whole GMO thing. I'm not sure if that's still his stance, but um, talking about how they're actually good because, you know, without GMOs, we wouldn't be able to grow enough crops to, you know, to sustain people in other parts of the world. We wouldn't be able to get food from one place to the other and, and, and survive harsh conditions and stuff like that. That's a whole other um, segment of it. But the prominent journal Nature editorialized that although we're now swimming in information about GM crops, much of what we're being told is wrong. And that's from both sides of the debate. So, most studies that have raised concerns about GMOs were performed on lab animals. But what people are more interested in is human data on GMO safety. So one study, for example, found a GMO crop protein in people, um, detected in 93% of blood samples from pregnant women, 80% from umbilical cord, and 69% from non-pregnant women. Now the protein in question is an insecticide produced by what's called Bt bacteria. And I can try to pronounce this, I'm gonna butcher it, um, Bacillus thuringiensis. God, I wish I had a biologist here. Bacillus thuringiensis? Thuringiensis? Bacillus thuringiensis? This is called Bt bacteria. Um, whose, gene, <laughs> whose gene was inserted into the DNA of corn to create what's called Bt corn, which has been incorporated into animal feed. 
Um, so how did it end up in women and their fetuses? Well, perhaps through exposure to contaminated meat. So Monsanto, and you've, I'm sure you know who Monsanto is. If you don't, you should Google him because, oh man, it's a whole different story. But Monsanto's Roundup Ready soybeans are the number one genetically modified crop. And they're engineered to be resistant to the herbicide Roundup, which is also sold by Monsanto, which allows farmers to spray crops to kill weeds while leaving the soy standing. So, so understand this. Monsanto is selling soybeans, which are resistant to Roundup, which is a weed killer. So they sell these, these, um, these soybeans to farmers, okay? Soybean grows. Now, the, now Monsanto can sell Roundup, the weed killer, to these farmers to kill everything else, but the, the soybeans uh, won't die. They're resistant to the Roundup. So they're double dipping in the profit there, which is um, in and of itself, you know, not a big deal. Plenty of companies, you know, double dip in profit. However, Monsanto is uh, the goddamn devil for many other reasons. Now, the much debate, you know, swarms around possible risks of GMO crops, the greater concern for human health may be GMO crops' potential to contain elevated pesticide residues. That's a big one. Think about that. These GMO crops are able to absorb all these pesticides and not die. But that pesticide is still being absorbed into them. It's not just missing them. It's not, they're like they're roundup, um, you know, god damn it, what's the word? Um, you know when you have two magnets and they push each other away? Opposing forces. Um, they're not opposing the roundup. They're still absorbing the roundup. They're just not dying from it. Now, this fear was realized in 2014 when high levels of Roundup pesticides were reported on GMO soybeans, but not on non-GMO or organic soybeans. And if you remember me talking about it, 90 some odd percent of the world's GMO soybeans are not fed to humans like the um, cattle industry and dairy industry would want you to believe, but they're fed to livestock. So, so you're getting the GMOs, you're getting high levels of pesticides in that as well. So anti-GMO active activists point to studies showing Roundup may interfere with embryonic development and disrupt hormones. However, these studies were on sea urchin embryos and cells from mouse testicles. So where where's the human data? Now, researchers tested Roundup on human placental tissue and found that the, um, the concentration sprayed on crops, the pesticides did indeed have toxic effects on human tissue. And this is what we're seeing now. We're seeing a lot of people who are um, coming up with diseases, namely cancer, being linked to Roundup. But it's not like they were ingesting, you know, they weren't just sipping on Roundup on the rocks. They were eating things that were eating things that had Roundup on them, for the most part. This should scare you guys. It should. This should be a scary fucking situation for you. 
and 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 more so if you are not whole food plant-based already and even if you are you want to make sure you're getting non-gmo organic stuff because you know as as little gmo stuff you're going to find in quality produce departments there still is some from time to time right now to be safe what what should we do do you think that we should avoid soybeans since the they are the most prevalent genetically modified crop by far the answer is no soy consumption has been associated with with a lot of health benefits including uh, lower breast cancer risk and improved breast cancer survival now this may be because most GMO soy in the United States is used as feed for chicken and pigs and cattle like I mentioned whereas most of the major soy food manufacturers use non-GMO soy so tofu by and large is fine you just want to make sure it has that non-GMO stamp on it which is I mean I, I can't remember I, I don't I can't even remember ever seeing tofu or edamame or anything that did not have the stamp that said non-GMO fine if you I mean if you live in the United States I don't know how it is overseas and other countries now it can also be because the benefits of eating any kind of soy far outweigh any theoretical risks let me repeat myself on that the eating of soy of any kind far outweigh any theoretical risks now regardless you can avoid even the hypo hypothetical risks altogether by choosing organic non-gmo soy products but if it came down to a piece of meat and gmo soy you're better off eating the gmo soy because you're getting just the gmo soy with whatever's been sprayed on it right but with the cow with the beef you're getting the gmo soy with whatever's been sprayed on it plus all the other bullshit that the cows eaten plus the the meat which in and of itself the proteins in it are toxic to humans and have shown to be detrimental to humans and, and can cause um, diseases of affluence such as cancer diabetes that kind of stuff and you've heard me talk about it in the past 92 episodes so i want to reiterate if you're in the states, and I know I have listeners, I have listeners in like 36 different countries. I don't. I we. I would love for you to send me uh, an email, shoot me a line, and let me know how it is in your countries. But in the United States, by and large, vastly to the nth degree, you're getting soy. If you're going to the supermarket and getting tofu or or edamame or whatever soy products you know chicken ch i think i can't remember how they spell it, but like the the faux meats and stuff the vegan meats uh in the united states that's going to be non-gmo so it's really not a concern what you should be more concerned about is you your friends your loved ones your neighbors your children your whatever who are eating chicken and poultry pork beef because those animals are being fed uh, GMO products which I mean you can watch what the health and you'll see pork 
you know, meat going down the conveyor belt. It's not gr gruesome, really. It's not like it's bloody. It's not like, the, it's not like they're slaughter videos. But you can see pork going down the conveyor belt, and they're popping abscesses and cutting out tumors of the meat because they're, they're fed this kind of bullshit. They're fed GMO crops with Roundup all over them. So, um, questions, comments, concerns, anybody, reach out, please. I would love to hear from you. Um, about that, about the question that I posed to you earlier. Please be sure to head on over to the sponsors. Please support them. They support the show. Um, I would love to send them some people. They really do have great products. Listen, I'm not going to accept a sponsor whose products I don't believe in. And I, I got samples from Love Goodly, even though I'm not a woman the last time I checked. Wait, nope, still not a woman. Um, and they had some sweet stuff in there. So I recommend them. Uh, Syllabake, they're non-BPA. They're the healthiest way to cook. Um, check out syllabake.com, lovegoodly.com. That's S-I-L-I-B-A-K for Syllabake. It's Syllabake without the E. And then Viome. Really get your gut health under control. Because if you don't have your health, you really don't have anything. You know, we're as humans, we're living longer, right? We're living more years, but more than ever before, more of those years are sick years. So we might be living longer, but we're sick more of those years, and no one wants to be sick, and you have full control over it. So head on over to Viome, that's V-I-O-M-E.com. Um, if you need the coupon codes, listen at the beginning of the show, or shoot me a line, um, email, direct message, or hit me up through the podcast. And until next week, go eat a salad.